Hi everyone, I'm Ruten Miriam Music and welcome back to my podcast. Guys, let's just take a moment and reflect all this because I'm still having a hard time trying to swallow it. Pope Francis is actually going to consecrate, you have to mark this word somewhere, Russia (laughs) and Ukraine today on the day of the Feast of the Assumption of the Blessed Mother. I mean, these guys does, do not learn at all. They just don't learn. And it, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to kind of like consecrate Russia this time or Ukraine. Instead of him having to ask people to pray for our enemies, whether they're good or bad, okay? Um, hey. Imagine that. I mean, I've been having such a hard time to, like, grasp all this. Oh, yes. <laughs> In prayer for peace. In a letter issued on Wednesday, the Pope invited all bishops to pray a solemn act of consecration of humanity, Russia and Ukraine in particular, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. I mean, don't get me wrong. Shouldn't they have done this when the lady asked? They should have consecrated every, you know, okay, even if they would have done with Russia, they would have done every other nation to implore peace. Uh, inviting Catholic bishops, you know, and he says that at this dark hour, the church is urgently called to intercede before the Prince of Peace and to demonstrate her closeness to those directly affected by the uh, conflict, (laughs) invoking peace for Ukraine, which I'm not even doing that. On 25th of March, the solemnity of the Annunciation I intend to carry out a solemn act of consecration of humanity in Russia and Ukraine in particular to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. I mean, really, the Pope himself going to a lady, he has a whole, he has some flowers there before the image of Our Lady when he actually, they actually, you know, the Popes for the centuries did not do any of the requests or perform the requests that she asked specifically to be performed to avoid Russia spreading her errors, which she has already spread. It's too late for that. I'm sorry to say this, but seriously, Russia has spread all her errors. So it's every country that is a communist country in this world that needs to be prayed for. I'm not talking about Russia and Ukraine. What about China? It's communist, right? There's so many other countries, Cuba, uh, some, I mean, this, there are countless nations that need consecration, Pope Francis. I, I'm sorry to say this, but seriously, shouldn't he be telling people to pray the rosary every day like Our Lady? Our Lady asked to pray the rosary every day in a solemn act to go with the consecration so that the war could end. It's the only way that uh, the war can end and peace can come back. Praying the rosary every day, you know, any time during the day, during the night, whatever you're doing, if you're working, if you're in your shamba, in your little gardening place, 
it's 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 a solemn act that needs to go with along with the consecration so consecrating russia and ukraine is not enough for francis it's not enough and i can say this if i was to be given a you know a chance to speak and say well Pope francis you may be doing consecration right now of russia it's already too late it's she spread her all the errors but you need to pray the rosary every day like our lady said what do you think stopped the war it was the prayers uh, the the rosary the rosary is what stopped the war so hi everyone i'm baffled by <laughs> this solemn uh, act which is like oh yeah solemn act of consecration for russia and ukraine so that peace can come to the please Pope Francis, we have had of that enough. So I'm gonna have to say this, and I want to be saying this because seriously, these things are just—you know—they can get in somebody's nerves. Because seriously, you want to do consecration right now, like a hundred and uh, I don't know, four years ago, or is it five now? This kind of act could not even be performed publicly. The popes could not mention the name Russia. They couldn't mention any other nation except for consecrating the whole world. Well, there's a need of consecrating specific nations because they're communist countries in this world everywhere. And you shouldn't forget even in, in Africa there are communist countries. Congo, I don't know, Zaire, those all kinds of nations out here that needs consecration. So this, this crazy act that he's trying to pull and to be seen as a good pope well, it's not gonna work. Well, oh, this is the time like they're thinking like, oh yes, let us do the consecration right now. I mean, it's so crazy. I mean, when when our lady asked for the consecration of Russia and reparation, or uh, uh, in the use of a uh, first five Saturdays to be used and to be prayed every day in the church. Uh, the Sacred Heart of Jesus uh, devotion, which I rarely hear about nowadays, or devotion to the Most Holy Eucharist, which I barely hear nowadays. Uh, seriously, let's just think about what, how many, how much of these devotions would have helped the world today, and how peace would be reigning if everything was being done in accordance to Our Lady Jesus Christ, the way He wanted us to do these things. To, to, to handle devotions, to handle prayers every day, the rosary. So it's it's uh it's like Pope Francis blindfolding Catholic because he he's given in because he's like, Oh, we need consecration, we need consecration right now. Every bishop and pope and I mean and and priest is just shouting, Oh, we need consecration of Russia and Ukraine, we need those uh nations consecrated right now. I mean Ukraine right now is in shambles. <laughs> Seriously, not unless a, a new whole world or new whole city is built, uh, a new town. Millions of people have escaped the horrors of uh, Russian invasion. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that has been happening now. It's it's not only about one nation or two nations. There are so many nations that needs consecration, believe me. Um, and that's why I told you we cannot rely on a pope to consecrate nations. 
because I had been given a prayer for consecration, uh, consecrating this uh, Kenya country and other uh, African countries, you know, uh, Rwanda is already consecrated. Abbas mother came there. There's Tanzania, there's all these uh, nations that needs So it's a matter of, I'm sorry to say, but you cannot continue relying on uh, an unreliable source to do what should have been done 105 years ago. In 1917, Fatima, we, we can't. I mean, this shows incompetence. People will be doing this when it's too late. These this popes and the hierarchy, the clergy, all these people who, who pretend to be so above Jesus Christ himself. And Our Lady, which I cannot, I really feel sorry for, the, for these people. I don't know if I can feel sorry because I have felt sorry enough for them. I think it's time for us to move on. So uh, this message, I'm going to add message from Our Lady of the Mystical Church of Jesus and Mary. This is the first message of the mystical church. My message then was for the whole world as it is now. I am a mother who loves her son deeply, very much. I am a loving mother who cares about the human race to be consoled by the sacrifice my son gave on the holy cross in Calvary. Be reconciled to my son, my dear beloved children. He is your only salvation as he was to me. Our loving Father sent him to reconcile the whole earth to himself through this great sacrifice for us. Do not treat the cross of my dear beloved son with indifference. The messages I bring to you with content. Do not be like the old church which has abandoned my son and I. And I think you know the old church what it means. You are a mystical church. My son and I are holy, pure and true. Do not ever allow yourselves to be deceived into going back to your old different sin in different and sinful ways. You have been reconciled to the mystical body of Christ through his newly instituted church, his body. Outside of the city gates of this mystical body lies hatred, indifference, arrogance, licentiousness, callousness, disobedience, mockery to our hearts, a love of wickedness and sin a love of worldly pleasures and materials. But all whom my son and I have called to this wonderful present body of Christ have been reconciled and shared the great gifts and benefits that Christ, my beloved son, has dispelled upon the, the repentant sinners and the true righteous body of Christ. This mystical body, church, has been dispensed the keys to the eternal kingdom of the King of kings and God of gods, of lords, we can no longer concern ourselves with the world's immoral conduct being punished. The world must pay dearly for ignoring, abandoning, and dismissing our pleas and calls unto repentance. They must suffer much pain so that in the, uh, in, the end, in the end they acknowledge your wickedness and sinful ways and turn back to our hearts. If not, the world will continue to, to experience one suffering and upheaval after another. But as for the mystical church... We will shield her from all the punishments afflicting these worldly people and their properties which they love more than us. My people, you must turn away from the many concerns of this present realm of existence, for it benefits you not. Stay present and united to our body, the mystical church, and the city of Jesus and Mary, and you will reap an eternal harvest for all eternity. 
I leave you all our presents, gifts, and blessings through our most immaculate sacred hearts. But I will be with you soon. So that is the, the end of the message of the Blessed Mother. This is a message I received on the 13th. It is, um, I saw the most glorious manifestation ever. Jesus appeared. And uh, I conducted a, a night vigil. And I, I didn't know that the night vigils are so spiritual. They are so uplifting. There is something so pure about them. I had no idea until that day on a Tuesday. Uh, was it was it on Tuesday, uh, the twenty second of March, twenty twenty two? I I had I I was looking uh, outside the tree and I felt this silence that I've never felt before. Like this the this the church is so silent on Jesus. Like they just don't care anymore. And I was like, what's going on here? Why is there all this silence? And then I asked Jesus. What is going on, Jesus? And then Jesus replies, I am silent because the obstinate church has grown cold and silent on me. And then he continued, I have been kicked out of obstinacy. I have been kicked out like a wretched poor beggar. They want to continue and to keep their endless meaningless feasts, which therein I am not found. They want to have an outward pious form, but their in outwardness is formless, de destitute, and rugged. They need a makeover. <laughs> Do you hear and listen to the silent, serene call? I live among the trees. I am the root, and they are the branches. Any tree with a branch that is not firmly rooted in the main tree is plucked out and thrown, so that the buds of the air can eat all that is left within it. In the same way, I will make their many hefty prayers and feasts meaningless. They will no longer rejoice in their endless empty feasts. They will search for me, for my heart, and that which is most and more dear to me than their empty prayers and feasts, my mother's most dearest immaculate heart, and will not find us. They have been silent on me, my sacred images, messages and images and so from now henceforth shall i be silent to their meaningless feasts prayers and supplications that are endless array of words recited daily in their many books their hearts are not all at all close to mine or to my dearest beloved mothers my little flock i have called from among the degenerates and silent killers and have obeyed my call to come out from among the silent church they no longer seek me, but seek to please themselves with endless, meaningless feasts and prayers. Those whom I have called live in me, and I in them. They are my little flock, for they are very, very few indeed. This silence of the obstinate is usually but accompanied by a great cloud of eternal and internal darkness. They will, after a long while, realize that not even their sanctuaries can quench the darkness that follows within their darkness, and their dark hearts. Fresh hope is found outside of their tainted, discriminate temples of idleness and idol worship. They seek me there because they believe I will be found therein, but are blindfolded by their perishable masters who lead them to another destination called Eternal Domination of Darkness, whose main leader is known as Abaddon, the abandoned fairy one. His abode is hell and the damned one. Go there without any stops, the damned ones go there without any stops, not even of judgment, as they have already been judged here on earth while still alive. 
There is no more judgment for them. After they pass on from the physical plane, their next destination to arrive is in hell. No stops, no stops. There is nothing on the physical plane that can be done for them. They have made their choice, their main choice to follow another dark master who listens who listens to them more than they ever listened to me. I extended my hand to these damned ones, but pushed. they pushed my hand away and told me to move on to the next person damned and not. They will not look upon my image, but will only be received with sheer coldness and a dark silence. They will look up, up to me, expecting an answer, but the halls will be filled with silence, silence of the walls and the many empty images they decorate all around their posh living rooms and long alleyways. The conversations I have heard among the clergymen, the hierarchy of the church still pains my ears and my heart to be invoked under a cloud and cloth of darkness, mixed with satanic tendencies to destroy my very own living heart. Profanities to my beloved Holy Eucharist are spoken daily by the priest, who claim to hold me in high esteem. Even those who receive me do not receive me with open arms. Their many unsanctified sins live inside them. They are no longer taught about receiving me with sanctity, utmost respect, with joy and love in their hearts of hearts. They are taught here now, today, to despise my beloved mother and I with all of their hearts in their profane liturgies and sacraments, which they claim to esteem highly. This is a message of Jesus, because I usually receive messages uh, of Jesus and of the Blessed Mother, and then I received another message where the Blessed Mother was very, very sorrowful, and I kept asking her, why are you so sorrowful, Mother? What is happening? Why are you so sad? Because I was like, um, you know, since they are no longer part of the other church, what, what is going on? She said that they are, they are committing sacrilege and sabotage, which I will speak in my next episode. So thank you and stay tuned. Hello, welcome back to my podcast. I have been listening to this Pope Francis liturgy. And it's really, I couldn't even start, by the way, listening to it. And I couldn't even continue with it. And then I remembered when this uh, a father or a bishop who was saying they are sent each other emails to kind of like do their own consecration in the churches and all that stuff. And then this the, he was just uh, reading from a book, the consecration of... <laughs> I told you these books that they always use to read prayers of consecration is just too old-fashioned right now. It needs to come from their hearts, and that's not going to happen. And this Russian cons consecration is not being consecrated to our Heavenly Mother. It's being consecrated to a pagan goddess called Pachamama. Yeah. An Indian goddess. Can you imagine that? Naked images, Ugh, this is this is disgusting, of two women being displayed before the Pope who are pregnant and they keep saying that this is Mary and this is Elizabeth, that this, those are not the Blessed Mother and those, those are, and they are not associated with the Blessed Mother. They are actually praying to the Mother Goddess, the, the, I mean the Earth Mother Goddess called Gaia in the New Age. Mother Earth, 
in the new age occult because I've been there and I know what I'm talking about and I know what this new age is and I know what those uh, goddesses are, who they are and what they represent. The, the womb of the woman, the womb is the one that is mostly being dedicated to, uh, represents the earth. And so the earth is known as Mother Earth. And so they are actually consecrating Russia to Mother Earth, a pagan goddess, not to the Queen of Heaven, Blessed Mother Earth. And then the worst part is that there are the bishops, of course, they're doing it in a solemn way. They're trying to do it in a solemn way. Actually, they're not doing it in, from the heart. There's some who, is, who are trying to do it from the heart. But they always, the, what she reminded me, the Blessed Mother, is they only remember her when during the times of trouble. When they're in trouble, that's when they remember, oh, the Blessed Mother exists. My goodness, we need to turn to her right now or else we will all perish. But during the good times or during the times of peace and even when the war is ending in Fatima, they, they couldn't even do this simple consecration. Even some people are asking, like, what the hell, what is wrong with these people? Why would they do a consecration a hundred years later? which I will talk about more when I come back. Thank you. And also, I can hear her saying, and I can see her, she's standing in front, silent, and she's holding her, her hands like she held when she was in La Salette, and she's looking cross down at the church, and she's saying they will suffer like I have suffered for them. They will be in pain and in shambles. That's the message that I've gotten so they better prepare themselves it's not gonna be good for them for the church especially so that's all I got thank you hello welcome back can you hear this third silence with the whole stupid consecration to a goddess pagan you know I can feel this silence it's really sad I mean, empty churches, this emptying of divinity, emptiness of the grace they once had, emptiness of the blessings they once had. There's so much emptiness. As you should watch the Wittagian, you, you can feel some kind of sadness, some kind of silence that this poor, poor church is going through these days. Nobody even cares. I mean, there are very few who are even like, Oh, the consecration of Russia? Oh, it's, it, we should take, do this. It's very important. As if this is the time they're thinking, Oh, yes, our spiritual lives are now important. We are at stake here, else we're going to die. <laughs> so, so crazy, stupid thinking. I mean... Even in the messages that I gave, you can feel the silence of Jesus, that they're silent on him, so why should he go and give the messages anymore? Well, there won't be any more messages, my dears, so only for mystics who are serious with the Blessed Mother and Jesus. The church won't receive any more messages from Our Lady or from Jesus himself. I mean, they've already kept silent on Jesus and Mary, so they will have to face the consequences. Okay, I'll come back with more um, 
insights on what's happening in the future. So stay tuned and don't go away. Thank you. May God bless you very, very much. And I'll lay deep. Hello, guys. I want to talk about what I'm seeing right now. This, this date, 1919. And immediately, it, the, 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 the clock has hit 1919. The lights here in everywhere around me has just gone off. And it's like everything has just come to a stop, you know, and it's like, this is a very significant date, 1918, 1919, 1920, so there's something about it, so we'll talk about that later.